This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody. It's Shep Hyken. We're back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio. I'm very excited about our guest today, Mario Medelich. And Mario is the managing director of CMP, Customer Management Practice. They put on the largest expo and educational event in the customer support world um, in the world. Uh, and it's in Vegas. It's coming up in, they have it every June. This year, it's June 19th. Uh, through, I believe, 22nd. We'll confirm that with Mario when he comes on. Uh, before we get into the interview, a couple of quick announcements. You know what they are if you have listened to the show. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Text Expander. Text Expander is an amazing productivity tool that will save hours of work, uh, repetitive work specifically. I know our team is using it. They love it. It saves content that you type and type over and over again. And then what you do is you set it up. So with just a couple of quick little keystrokes, it populates the content into any channel, whether it be an email, it could be something in a social channel, doesn't matter, drops it to basically anywhere that you type. More about that at the break. If you have a question or you have a story that you would like to share, please reach out to me on any of the social media channels. I'm pretty much everywhere. If it is a question, use the hashtag AskShep. I'll either answer it there on this show in my newsletter or my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home. And you can catch episodes at www.beamazing.tv or you can go on Amazon Prime or Apple TV or Roku. All right, let's get into the interview. Mario, welcome to the show. Uh, good to be here, Shep. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, you and I go way back. And uh, by the way, I did not know this about you. Fun fact, um, you went to Chaminade. Now, which Chaminade did you go to? That is the um, uh, high school on Long Island, in Mineola, okay. Long Island, uh, New York. Um, and, and we have a Chaminade here in St. Louis. I think there's Chaminades all over. And uh, But what was the fun fact? is what happened after that. You go on to college and a nice New York boy goes to Oklahoma. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a pretty crazy journey. I, <laughs> I end up in Oklahoma. Um, Playing baseball. Play baseball for Oklahoma State University and, um, you know, met my wife down there. And uh, yeah, it was, it was a very, it was a fun experience. Had the chance to go on and play a little bit of professional baseball. Not, not too much, but um, it was, uh, yeah, it was a great experience. I actually referenced it quite a bit in terms of how it transitioned my career into into this space, customer management, working with customer service professionals and leaders, um, a lot of what I learned uh, through that experience translated to working with teams. You know, uh, competing. It, baseball is a sport where you know you have a, an individual performance inside of a team framework, and I always kind of compare it to to that of uh, of those that are that are running customer experience functions, co contact center, customer contact uh, functions. So. Yeah, it's uh, you never surely didn't think about it when I was 19 years old, but 
It's funny how it, uh, it yeah. it's come full circle. You know, the disciplines are there, you know, and you learn a lot from your coaches and your managers, no doubt about that. And you went and the organization you played for was Cleveland, who used to be the Indians, now the Guardians. Yep. Yep. That's and right. uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And you know me, I'm a frustrated hockey player. Uh, the closest thing I ever got to playing professional was I got, I, I sat next to a guy on an airplane that played professional. <laughs> hey, listen, and, and you have, and we have, we, again, we go back. So I know a lot of your, your, uh, connections to the blues and, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll touch on that, but big hockey fan as well. Uh, you know, most people assume that I'm a big baseball fan cause I, I played, but, uh, my passion lies with hockey. And so we can talk that, I mean, I know listeners wouldn't be as interested, but I, we can speak about hockey for days. Well, one day we we might want to, I'll tell you, an interesting conversation might have Coach Berube, the chief, as we like to call him here in St. Louis, who took our St. Louis Blues to the Stanley Cup, had three principles that I think apply to business as well. And that was, uh, if you're going to be on the team, that means you're you're professional and you're good enough to play. I expect you to come to work every day to play your hardest, win or lose. Number two, you got to take risks. You got to go out there. You got to make mistakes. I count on that. If you're not making mistakes, you're playing too safe. And number three, you're not bigger than anyone else on the team. If you think you are, you're going to get benched. And I just love that, you know, he created this team spirit and he, and he did well. And as we think about the customer service and experienced professionals out there, that's what we're paid to do is to take care of our customers. And should we take some risk? Well, maybe uh, it, it wouldn't be a risk. I just wrote an article about the line in the sand. We want to teach people how far they can go to say yes to their customers before they have to absolutely shut it down and can't do anymore. Uh, we need them to take risk and come up with creative ways. And finally, you know, it's a team sport. Talk to your manager. Talk to your colleague next to you. So anyway, this is not my interview. This is you. So you are, uh, the, I guess, uh, the, you're the managing director of CMP, which is customer management practice. I see you a couple of times a year, maybe three times a year at CCW, which it, I just remember it used to be, you know, the call center week, but now it's yeah. it's a customer center week. Yes. Oh, it's, it's a customer contact week and or you're obviously on our advisory board. Contact. Which, I should know that seeing that I am on the advisory board and, but it, it's morphed than the, you know, when you, you think back of like, God, I'd love to be a part of that in how many years it's been going about 17 years. We're actually celebrating our 25th anniversary. This year. Well, I'm only off by eight. It was born in in 1999 as call center week, which is, you know, right. those that have been around the industry a long time will always remember it as call center week. They'll still, that's probably why. At times that's why. I mean, it's, it, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's evolved in the customer contact week, just given obviously how our, our communication channels have evolved. And uh, we're really excited for this year. It's, it's again, celebrating that 25th anniversary and um, there's so much going on in the space. I think we'll get into it, but there's so many new challenges that have evolved and so many um um, you know, sort of new initiatives that a lot of these leaders are spearheading. Uh, it still really is the the backbone of the organization. It's it's the it's the it's the part of the it's the it's the straw that stirs the drink, as I like to say. It's um it's really the front lines that uh, are interacting for a brand with their customers, and um, so much comes from that, and so much is driven in terms of a brand's success uh, in any given industry. And so it really does start with the customer and, and, you know, that event is, is there for those professionals to, to be able to benchmark and learn from one another. And that big event that's happening, the 25th anniversary is coming up June, uh, 20, uh, actually 19th, 2021st. Is that yeah, right? June 19th yep. to the 22nd, 22nd uh, yep. anniversaries in Las Vegas. We obviously, we, you know, we run the event, uh, in Nashville and in Austin throughout the year, as you know, and we get together every, mm -hmm. every year in those different locations, but, uh, the big ones in Vegas. Yep. 
And by the way, you've got some great uh, a talent lineup that's phenomenal. Um, and if if anybody's interested in learning more about how to be more effective in their contact center, you've got to come to this event. This is the event, the largest one, really, that they, it, I'd say, I think it's the largest one in the world, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, others, there are, and IQPC, is that a parent company? Yeah, so IQPC is uh, our parent company, and, and yeah, they're 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 uh, they oversee uh, our global operation. Right. And the GMP is uh, is is North America focused right now, but uh, but yeah, but they have events like this throughout the world. But this is the biggest one, and let's talk about who some of the talent is. Yeah, so um, I'm most excited for for the leaders across um, various groups. So we have leaders coming in from Mastercard, from from DraftKings, from um, from Hilton, uh, speaking about uh, best practices and customer experience, customer service, customer contact operations. Um, you know, those are the people that are you know are obviously talking about those key initiatives, different challenges that we're all facing, and that we can sort of learn from one another. Uh, but it's also this industry's you know. It's 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 the flagship event for this space, and so uh, we try to really celebrate this space as well, and really give back to this space. So um, we think about some of the the, the sort of uh, people that I think maybe uh, will will be on the uh, the headliner list there. Uh, of course, Abby Wambach is going to be talking to us about about uh, all, of, all of her leadership initiatives and things that she's done as a world class soccer player, and and sort of um, I think that's so cool force in 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 many businesses as as, as her career has evolved. Uh, we have Pitbull closing. So yeah, uh, Pitbull. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, it's an incredible story about how Pitbull's kind of you know, came up, um, you know, sort of uh, and developed uh, into what he is today, that 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 incredible, incredible name. And um, some of you might say, well, how does that relate to customer service? Well, um, you know, he started from nothing. And and so he's going to tell a story about about his his his, his rise to, to fame and, and winning in, in, in his in his uh in his profession now and as an entrepreneur and uh, and you know there's a lot to to draw from that in terms of in terms of how customer service professionals go on and do so many incredible things in their careers um but uh and then of course we have our CCW Excellence Awards and that's you know that's one of our favorite nights Shep, where we get to yep, celebrate all the phenomenal experiences and successes so um so yeah we have a you know Check it out. We have an incredible lineup and I'm excited to to, to get to it. It's about six weeks away now. So. Yep. June 19th through 22nd in Las Vegas uh, at Caesars Forum, which is not Caesars Palace. Right but across it's the street. Yep. <laughs> it's across the street. It's right across the street. World-class new convention space uh, out there. It is Vegas. really, really nice. It really yeah. is. I think this will be our third one uh, there. Yeah, we moved there. We moved there. Actually, we are supposed to move there right uh, as the pandemic took hold. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went from so worried it was going to be the construction was going to be completed in time and then we were more worried about will we ever get back together again? yeah will there ever be people to attend right, right. yeah so, and i remember that first one was a pretty light showing but it was more than we thought it was going to be and it was actually it was nice uh you do a great job and and just one other uh comment is that you feed us well it, i've never seen more food and i have a picture of last year's breakfast it is an egg sandwich that is actually a large donut sliced in half with egg, cheese, and bacon, and it's a glazed donut. It Listen, is unbelievable. Our partners at Caesars are great. We have an incredible operations and logistic team. They take care of all that, and they are, um, you know, we're in the experience profession, so we want to make sure people really enjoy themselves while they're there. So, 
All right. So we got a little bit of your background. Uh, we know all about uh, CCW and CMP and it's coming up. What I want to do now is take a real short break. And when we come back, you and I are going to talk about because you are really at the top of the industry looking at everything going on. Your advisory board is filled with the who's who of companies, uh, the leaders of the contact center and customer experience. When we come back, we're going to talk about how AI is impacting uh, the world of customer experience. Is it going to take away jobs? People are worried about that. And uh, much, much more. We are talking with our good friend, Mario Matalich. And, and we are coming right back after a word from our sponsor. Let's talk about Text Expander, a tool that allows your team to eliminate repetitive typing with just a few keystrokes. Anything you type over and over, such as customer responses, will be at your team's fingertips so they have the power to do what they do best, just faster. Quickly reply to emails and chats from a library of responses that you create, completing answers to common questions and issues. Your entire team stays on the same page with the same common responses that can be personalized on the fly. And... It's simple to use. Type commonly used content into a text expander snippet and give it an abbreviation of just a few letters and symbols. Share the snippet with the team. When you type the abbreviation, it triggers the snippet and the content expands anywhere you type, including email, chat, or social media. It's that easy. Just go to www.textexpander.com to learn more about this amazing and productive tool. Sign up for a year and get 20% off. To Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert Shep Hyken. We are back with Mario Matalich, the managing director of CMP, and he is the guy that runs CCW, the largest contact center expo in the world in Las Vegas, uh, June nineteenth through twenty-second at Caesars Forum. If you have anything to do with the contact center and you don't plan to be there, well, now it's time to change your mind. So what, what would the website be? CCW.com, CMP? Yeah, customercontactweek.com. Okay, customercontactweek.com. We'll make sure that's in the show notes. We promote it anyway. I mean, I'm I'm blasting on Twitter and Instagram. Well, and I appreciate everything it. And it's a chance to see Shep as well. Shep will be there. So I will be there. I will be there. So, hey, um, well, let's jump into this. AI. Artificial intelligence, uh, chat GPT, chat bots. Now, chat bots have been around for a while, but now, it's just in the last five months since November, incredible things have happened. Um, there's been this uh, flood of capability. Uh, I talk about how Moore's Law, you're familiar with Moore's Law, that every two years, the microchip doubled in power. Well, I believe every month, uh, the ability of a chatbot is more than doubling in power. I mean, the difference between chat GPT three and four is like a thousand percent. Yeah, it's an it's an incredible movement. Obviously, we're we're moving at a rapid pace. I believe um, we have uh, it's it's a rare win win uh, from my perspective. I think you know when we think about the economic headwinds, we think about the challenges that a lot of customer contact operations have had with. Um, engaging and retaining agents in this sort of evolving environment, uh, you know, post-pandemic, and what needs to happen there to solve a lot of those challenges. This this gives us uh, an ability to have another another solution in place. And so, for a long time, this technology I think was always seen as a high potential technology, but only recently has started to show that promise uh, in, in a more demonstrative way. So, 
uh, what we're finding, and, and we're fortunate, we have, you know, we work with, with, with you, Shep, and a, and a variety of other leaders across brands. Again, I, I mentioned earlier, ranging from MasterCard to Hilton to UPMC to, to Shipt and, and, and so many other brands that uh, support uh, insights for us in terms of what, what they're doing and how they're leveraging some of these emerging technologies. We have CMP Research, which is obviously doing a lot of the quantitative research around how the adoption of some of this stuff is happening. When I say it's a rare win-win, it's because you know a lot, a lot of organizations will say, or a lot of people will say, um, ChatGPT, uh, you know, generative AI, other forms of self-service. Well, this is only for the financial gain of a given corporation. It's not to help serve the customer more effectively. But, but in this particular case, it is. And customer preferences have shifted dramatically uh, in the last couple of years. Uh, time is of the essence. Uh, many customers want to self-serve. They want to be able to effectively find a quick a resolution to their challenges without the assistance of, of another human being. Um, and AI can unlock that. That that really, we believe, is going to be the new gold standard in terms of um, time being spent um, from the customer perspective uh, and how brands can really reduce that time. Um, now, it also unlocks other other. You know opportunities. So when you think about it, not every I think the I think the sort of silver bullet technology. There's one every few years, as you kind of mentioned. You know there is something that's going to completely change the game, and often they they do move the needle. Um, but will they do exactly what we we hope to do? You know, eliminate all customer contact professionals? Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't think fact, that's going to happen. You know what it's going to do. Um, I believe uh, is it's going to allow um, for our, our our phenomenal customer contact professionals to be able to focus on what they do best, and it's going to eliminate a lot of mundane work. Um, so when it, when we talk about it from a self service perspective, yes, I think it's going to effectively enhance the self service uh, experience to the point where it's been optimized and when more acceptable to the average consumer, um, where maybe perhaps for the most part it has not been to date. Um, and then it's going to allow for um, an agent to be more effective. Um, it's going to have assistance and support and, and knowledge management capabilities that are going to uh, really take us to where we've been trying to go for a very long time so that agents can do what they do best, serve customers. And so often no one, and you know, Jeff Burbridge said, said this recently, uh, in one of our advisory board meetings, you know, Jeff's the truest, but the amount of systems an agent has to learn and, and and going back to other other experiences that Jeff had, the amount of experience, the amount of transition technology transitions that are embedded into most contact centers currently, it's incredible. Um, it's not built for the average human being. Right. I mean, the so, number, yeah, the programs, uh, the multiple, the they call them stacks, the technology stacks, all of these different programs. Uh, that uh, and I've always said for years, and I'm finally starting to see it with certain um, providers is that one system can bring all the information in. It's, uh, for lack of a bit better term, not just eliminating silos like marketing separate from sales. Or no, it's eliminating uh, software silos where uh, an agent had to have eight, nine programs open in order to be able to manage the one thing they're supposed to do. Correct. And now it's all coming together under one stack. Correct. The training associated, the tech transitions, and how it impacted the customer with a disconnected experience is a major sticking point. And like I said, I use, I use Jeff as an example because I think he's made some incredible gains uh, with his time at Truist to be able to tackle some of those things. I think generative AI also not only plays a, a major role in self-serving customers, but it also is going to play a major role in assisting agents to be that much more effective. So that personalized experience uh, and what you hope to get from that human right. touch 
and humanized experiences is, is that much more elevated in the coming years through this technology. So I'm by the way, that's an important point you make. Everybody thinks it's the customer who's interacting with the chat bot that's infused with AI and maybe chat GPT, but no, the agent can actually get support in real time while they're talking to the customer. And uh, the other thing that I love, and, and tell me what you think about this concept, is that not only is it helping the agent get information, because the agent knows how to ask a question a certain way and interpret information, but also the uh, the machine, the computer, can also analyze who this customer is. Is this customer one that called before? Is this customer like 10,000 other customers? And if so, the uh, machine can tell the agent, hey, this is the next question the customer doesn't know they're going to ask, but they will in a moment. <laughs> I mean, Correct. The, the, the efficiency and effectiveness that it's going to provide for our current customer contact workforce is going to be um, incredible. Um, that that for, That is where I believe and where even I, you know, to an extent through our research, we know first impact is going to happen through this technology. And then how a customer faces... You know, that, that's going to be another hurdle. I mean, it will require some additional oversight. Um, it's going to have to be rolled out with care. I think you know, you'll hear at, at, at CCW in, in Las Vegas from Tim Nitt-Gieber, who's previously with uh, Google and has really led the charge on, on ensuring that when we do roll out this technology, it's rolled out with a level of care and oversight because it does have that sort of ability. It, 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 can, it can really, I mean, you know, I think some of the some of the fear mongering that's out there is is a bit excessive, but um, to to really it's understand, it's not unfounded that, though. I mean, it's not unfounded, yeah. but I think I think we have to give ourselves some credit that we we will be able to to provide the right oversight and right care to ensure this is responsibly rolled out. Um, I'd like to, you know I'd like to give people the benefit of the doubt who who have interface you know who's been interacting with customers for decades and have really mastered that process that we'll be able to also ensure uh, how to how to roll out um, you know a more advanced. Uh, AI and automation uh, strategy with with a level of care and uh, a level of uh, customer first mentality. Yep. Um, cool thing happened. I'll, I'll share the story. I was five uh, nine, who's one of my clients and also the sponsor of our research, uh, the uh, amazing uh, ACA Achieving Customer Amazement Report, which is our stab at a global CX. Uh, you know all the stats and facts and findings. Uh, I was at a conference. And we were talking about ChatGPT, and then we got into a conversation about NPS, the Net Promoter Score. On a mm -hmm. scale of zero to ten, what's the likelihood you'd recommend this company after this most recent interaction, or however they want to position it? And we took a transcript of different. We took several transcripts of different calls uh, that agents were having with customers, and we asked ChatGPT to guess what the NPS score would be. Unbelievable accuracy it was it just blew my mind um yeah. and and that's how how good this is and when it when it you know could they pinpoint it to on a scale of zero to ten the customer will probably give you then a nine well if the customer gave us an eight or a ten yeah that's still a pretty damn close you know but it was pretty much spot on so i really think the uh, analytics and the predictive analytics that that this will do for us is going to be amazing yeah, it comes with a with a ton of um, a ton of potential, and and uh, again, we have some some real leaders out there that are starting to already think about how uh, where it can have immediate impact and where it can have long term impact when it comes to the customer uh, experience. So we're mm -hmm. excited for it, what it can do. Well, let's shift gears. Uh, we only have a few minutes, but I want to talk about uh, there's a, you already mentioned there's a difficulty in hiring and keeping the right people. Uh, any yeah. solutions in your mind? Yeah, and this is pretty, you know, high high level <laughs> thinking. But 
you know no it's it's listen it's been a major challenge for a long time right now i mean as we stand here today on may 5th have you know as this is recorded um you know we uh we just saw unemployment drop again the the, the labor market's continuing to um to you know thrive even with economic headwinds which which is um you know a, a good thing uh but it also puts a lot of challenges in place in terms of uh, hiring it puts challenges in place for engaging and retaining your talent within a customer contact organization. Um, there are a lot of misconceptions here, and so um, CMP Research did an incredible study uh, on engaging and retaining agents in the in the hybrid environment. Which, as we know, customer contact uh, organizations went from you know highly on premise um, pre pandemic and are now very much remote and and hybrid environments um, across uh, the the spectrum. So. Um, Often we find that leaders will lean hard into culture. Um, they'll lean hard into um, into what they believe is is the is the real driver for why people stay. They'll think, okay, it's got to be culture. We got to raise um, pay. It's compensation. And I'm not going to suggest that those things aren't important. But what we found is really the drivers start with the managers. Management competencies have draft have shifted dramatically um, since the pandemic, and those managers of yesterday have to adopt new skill sets. Um, we have to hire managers and promote managers that, that have a, a skill set that's more fitting for a hybrid or remote environment versus perhaps the the old on-premise uh, environment. Um, flexibility, so opera- operationalizing flexibility. Uh, a lot of people think about flexibility and they say, well, what, what mix of hybrid? How many days are we going to be in the office? It's it's really more than that. It's it's about um, it's about the process. It's about thinking about who thrives and what what personalities uh, and what personas thrive in a flexible working environment mm-hmm. and thinking about how we select talent accordingly to get them to stay and, and continue to develop. Uh, and then Shep, it's, it's career development. Um, so many have treated the customer contact agent role as a role that is short-lived. Um, you'll be here and it'll be some sort of jumping off point for another career. Um, that's actually changed quite a bit. We, we our, our data tells us that there are many customer contact agents that uh, want to continue to stay within this function and thrive and grow and develop. Uh, and so we've launched certain certification programs to help organizations do that. Uh, but we've really started to give a playbook around personalizing career development to allow for some of this great talent that we're hiring and spending so much time and energy hiring to develop and, and really climb that ladder within this um, great, you know, great industry, which is, you know, again, customer contact. So right. yeah. um, there's, there's some different drivers around how to do this, but it's, it's not, it's not an easy challenge and it ranks very high on the, on the, on so, so the, what keeps you up at night for our customer contact leaders right now. Well, I think the the summarizing statement I would make is that at one point, uh, anybody that came to work at a contact center, like you said, it was often sought, thought of as somebody needs a job. They're just there to make money until they find what it is that they want to do. And what I challenge all the people out there, and, and this, by the way, goes beyond just the contact center. It's anybody that you have working for you. Do you want them working for a paycheck or do you want them working for the company? And if you you use the word culture a few moments ago, uh, that is important. Do we have the culture that people want to work with? Are we hiring people that matches to that? And you said, let's look at their personality. What personality functions best in whatever, our, however we have it set up? Is it partial remote, full-time remote, all in the uh, contacts that are in the office? So we've got to decide that. Basically, we're out of time and you and I could probably talk for hours. I love to end the conversation with uh, and I mean, you're right there at the top of the world as far as this uh, industry is concerned. One last nugget of information you'd like to share with us. 
what would that yeah, be? Yeah, I mean, I'll reiterate kind of two points. I think when it comes to engaging and retaining your talent within the customer contact organization, it's a critical priority right now. And and what 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 might be um, the playbook um, oftentimes isn't isn't the playbook. And we have to think about that and, and sort of reimagine that to an extent. Because if you get it right, there's a, there's a ton to play for, a lot of market share, tremendous talent that you could acquire that will help drive your organization into the future. And then thinking about your, you know, optimizing self-service and, and thinking about what uh, what your customer preferences look like and how that's shifted, and making sure that you, you have the right um, the right metrics in place to really allow that to thrive, because that's going to be a, a big transition in the next few years. And if you're out ahead of that, that's also a big market share opportunity for those that are, uh, you know, kind of customer first leading organizations. So yeah. um, I, I encourage all of the people that listen to your podcast that are leading these types of of groups to to think about those two opportunities and. And yeah, I hope to see you at CCW, Shep. And yep, I'm that's the third it. opportunity. Is <laughs> go to CCW, no doubt about it. And I also see a trend happening over the last several years. More and more uh, leadership, C-suite folks are looking at the contact center really as a profit center. They're looking at it as a way to generate revenue, to retain revenue, yeah. and recognizing that person on the front line doesn't just save customers from going elsewhere. They also can bring us so many insights as to what our customers want. And we can actually look at them as an extension of R&D. There's so many important pieces uh, of of the contact center that people just sometimes don't see. Oh, they just pick up the phone and answer phone calls. No, it's so much bigger and better than that today. Well said. Absolutely. Well, all right, everybody, that wraps it up. Another interview. Mario, thank you very much. This is why we call it Amazing Business Radio. You're amazing. I can't wait to see you in a few weeks. And uh, for those that are listening, please consider it. Again, June 19th through 22nd, Las Vegas. Uh, The website again is? CustomerContactWeek.com. It's the 25th anniversary. Look forward to seeing everybody in Vegas. All right. We'll be back next week with another interview. Until that time, this is Chef Hyken reminding you to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.